Good day, everybody. How are you? Thank you so very much for being here, and thank you so much for joining me. Happy, happy Sunday to you. I hope your Sunday so far is amazing. I hope you're getting rest because tomorrow we start off the new work week so relax and enjoy and be prepared all at the same time right multitasking multitasking that is what life is all about or what life has come to be as we know it especially in this society my name is author diane louvre well not author but my name is diane louvre who happens to be an author, and I am the author of Abuser from the Playboy Pulpit series. Also, I'm not in it by myself. He was there all the time. A 31-day daily devotional, prayer journal with affirmations, with an area to take notes. So that is absolutely wonderful, as well as a new journal line that I started. A lot of people enjoy journaling and I had more than one reasons for for starting this journal line. So one of these days I'm going to have to just really kind of sit and talk to you about what my books are and my journals and everything. So to give you a better idea of who I am and what I've called to do, who the people that I am called to, I am called to uh, people who have been thrown away, people who have been rejected and dejected, people who sometimes feel like they have no no value, no worth, and that's because of, of the life they they started out, whether it be a life of sexual abuse or a life of abuse and domestic abuse as an adult, as a young girl, sexual uh, mental, emotional, and even when we get into the church, spiritual abuse. So those are the people that I am called to because I've walked uh, every aspect of abuse. I I I think I I think, <laughs> and thank God for being a God who has blessed me to be not just a survivor but an overcomer. You know, I thank God for the strength and for the grace that he has given to me that I may be able to come and share my story with others to help them learn and to help them grow and to remind them that God has not forgotten about them, right? So this is why I come and this is the people I pray that I am reaching and just to let people know, hey, God loves you. You know, it doesn't matter what our past are. It doesn't matter where we came from, what our lineages are. It doesn't matter the secret sins that we have, the things that we struggle with, you know. God loves us, you know, and, and he just wants the very, very best for us. And that's why he sent Jesus to die for us. So, again, I just want to say thank you for joining me and I'm asking that you please go ahead and follow me as well as share this invite uh, other people to listen and so they can be blessed especially if you know people who came from uh, sexual abuse and people who came from domestic abuse you can 
please go ahead and let them know as well as follow me on social media you know instagram lubrant books as well as twitter lubrant books and on facebook author diane lubrant so please follow me there i am humble and i in advance i'm already saying thank you don't forget to go to lubrantbooks.com and there you can register uh, so you can get emails from me. If I have anything going, I'll let you know. I'm one of these people. I am not going to bombard your your inbox with stuff every day, two, three times a day. I know I don't believe in that because I do believe people have, you know, things to do and you don't have time for your mail, your inbox to just bling, bling, bling. And, you know, so I don't believe in that. But when I do have something of substance of a class of a video or something, I can send that to you and you uh, need to register to be able to receive those as well as uh, you can purchase all of my products there as well as on Amazon.com. So that is and was my introduction. So I am very, very happy that you are here. Today I want to uh, talk to you about something that we all do. And I was sitting downstairs and I started thinking about it. And I said, you know what, let me just share this, you know, so somebody else can be blessed and and. What I want to ask is, what do you think of you? What do you think of yourself? Jesus asked, who do you say that I am? And I'm asking you that, not about Jesus, but I'm asking you. If I were to ask you, who are you? What would you tell me? Who would you tell me you are? Would you say, I'm a mom, I'm a dad, I'm a brother, I'm a sister, and I get that. But to the very core of you, who are you? Who is it that God called you to be? What is it that is in you that you have no idea that is in you. You know, Paul told Timothy to stir up the gifts that are within you because we all have gifts and calling and different talents. And that is what makes the world so beautiful. You, you, you find no two people who are the same. My daughter and I, we look so much alike. But guess what? She's not mean. I'm not her. We have different fingerprints. We have different voice patterns. She's taller than me. We're shaped differently. Even our skin tone is different. But yet she looks like me. She is a part of me. But she's not me. And I can't walk in the place that God have called her to walk, nor can she walk in the place that God have called me to walk. You know, coming from a place of abuse, a, a place of rejection, you know, it takes a toll on who we are because we have no clue who we are. We have no idea because we keep trying to understand why I keep giving myself and, and like frisbees, people keep tossing me back. What is it about me that doesn't fit the click 
that I'm trying to be a part of? What is it about me that's not working? What is it about me that I don't see? And because I don't see it, other people can't see it. Because I, I tell you that all the time. People see you the way you see you. People will treat you the way you treat you, the way you talk to yourself. People will talk to you the very same way. If you if you talk about yourself and you talk about good things about you and, and who you are and the awesomeness that you are, I have a great sense of humor. I love people. I love to travel. I love to cook. I love going to church. I love singing in the choir. I love to minister. When you tell people who you are, guess what? They start treating you and relating to you in that way. But if you say, oh, I'm a nothing. My mother always told me I'd be a nothing. And so I'm a nothing. So here I am, a single mom with 12 kids and eight different baby daddies and you know I'm still on welfare after all these years and I only have an eighth grade education you know what I'm saying guess how people are gonna treat you just like that they're not gonna give you any opportunities because they can hear it I try to help her she ain't gonna want it I try to help him he's not gonna want it so when we when we talk about ourselves we have to be intriguing. We have to be fascinating because people are fascinated with fascinating people, right? People like to be around people who has a great attitude. Nobody want to be around a bunch of Debbie Downers. Every day it's raining. Every day it's too hot. Every day I'm too... It's, it's never... You know what? It's a great day. I mean, we have a lot of rain, but thank God because it's been so hot. You know, oh, I'm so glad it's hot today because yesterday we were freezing and Lord knows tomorrow they're saying we're going to have a snowstorm. So we always got to find positive in whatever area and situation that we are in. Because if we don't, folks, I, I just don't want to go around her. Have you ever, you know, been around people and you're just like, oh, uh -uh, no, you can go by yourself. I stay where I am because every time I go over there, I come back depressed. <laughs> every time I talk to him or her, I just want to go home and eat a tub of ice cream. I have no life. You know, because that negative energy, you hang around it too much, it will drain you. So it becomes a repellent. Nobody wants to be around people who don't know who they are because the minute they give you a compliment, who, me? And I remember so well, you know, these are all the things that God took me through. When I talk to you about examples and stuff, these are the actual things that I actually had to walk through. I remember uh, this young lady connected me with another lady and uh, we talked on the phone, and she said, oh, okay, let's connect on, on Facebook, because now on Facebook, you can see people, you know about people before, you know what I'm saying? So when she pulled up my profile, she said, oh, wow, she said, you're beautiful. I said, oh, really? <laughs> oh, You know, it was like, it was a surprise to me, right? It's a surprise to me, to you telling me I'm beautiful, and I'm like, no, had I known myself, I won't be arrogant, 
about it and say, oh, girl, I know. Boom, I got this. But had I known, you know, myself, I'd say, oh, thank you so much. And, and, and you are just as beautiful because I believe in giving people compliments as well. I believe you never know what somebody's going through and how a compliment will help them. Like uh, yesterday when I spoke about our smile, you never know what your smile can do for somebody else, how your smile can brighten up somebody. They let them feel, you know, like they're not invisible, they're wanted and they're loved, you know. So the same thing about a compliment. A compliment will, will, it'll boost up your ego. It'll boost up your self-esteem. It'll cause you to look at things and even yourself in a different way because sometimes you're thinking to yourself, man, I can't do nothing right. I've been trying this and that for so long and it's still the same doggone thing. Man, I just don't know what when it rains, it pours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's always the same thing. It's like, can you just go away? Can you just get in a boat and as it's raining and pouring, you just roll, roll, roll yourself out of here, out of my life? Because I don't want to hear it. We, 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 we don't want people who's going to suck the life out of us. We want people who, who, who encourages, who pushes. You know, you hear the voice, oh my God, you know. It's like when Mary went to see Elizabeth. The Bible tells us that. John the Baptist was in her womb, and John the Baptist, he had not moved, right? But the Bible said, when Elizabeth, when she heard Mary's salutation, the baby leaped. And ladies and gentlemen, what I'm saying to you, you need to be around people that's going to make your baby leap. You need to be around people that's going to give you the butterfly that's like, oh my God, I got to get on my best game right now because I know when he come, he is coming. I know when she come, she is bringing it. So I got to be on my A game. My daddy used to say, mind your P's and Q's. So you have to make sure your P is your P and your Q is your Q. So you, you know no, when you come around certain people, you can't just come on maxing and relaxing. No, baby, you bring your A game. This is the championship of life. And yes, we have games that we lose. And yes, we have games that sometimes we may even have to forfeit because of the circumstances of life. But that does not change who you are. That does not mean what God say you are is not what you are. What God have called you to be, it's not going to be so. Remember, our time and God's time is two totally different timing. It's not just two totally different time zone. It's just two totally different time because we are people who live in time. And we're serving and we're talking to our God who lives out of time. He has no time. That's why he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Because there's no time. So he's just there. He He's just sovereign. He's just there. But that does not negate the fact that God made you an awesome man. And he made you an awesome woman. That does not negate the fact that although you may have started small, the vision that he gave to you, that doesn't mean it will never come to pass. The only way God can give a man or woman, boy and girl, a vision, and that vision never come to pass, is if you never do the work. I want to build a house. 
when I go to the architect and I said, I want a house and I want this and I want that and I want the other in that house. When the architect finishes with the specs, when I take it to the carpenter, when I take it to, to, to the next level, guess what? Unless the carpenter follows the exact specification of the model, if he decides to do his own thing, guess what? What the architect drew up and what he builds will be two different things. It will not be in agreement. And what God have placed in you, when you come into agreement with God, then you build exactly what the specification of eternity have called you to build. We have such awesomeness in us. And sometimes we forget who we are. Sometimes we can't figure out who we are. Sometimes we don't know who we are simply because we put our eyes on other people. And we look at other people and we see what other people are doing and we hear what other people are saying and we see how they're moving you know, and we're stuck in the same place and we wonder, well, what happened? When is it going to be my turn? Why not now? I tell you why not now, because you ain't doing nothing. The song say nothing from nothing leaves nothing. You got to have something if you want to be with me. Now, you can call me a gold digger. You can call me greedy. You can call me whatever you want me. You want to call me, but guess what? That would make me a fool to get with somebody who ain't got nothing because if they don't have anything it's because they don't want and you can take a cow to the river but you can't make him drink the water and because of that we take our eyes sometimes off of us because we feel like oh I can't catch up oh what they have I don't have and that is so true you cannot walk in another man step see some of us we we want to be followers and God is calling us to be trailblazers we wanna we want somebody to take us by the hand and lead and God is saying no 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 I don't want you behind I want you up front I want you to be the one who is reaching out your hands to help somebody else but if you never reach out your hands you can't help anybody and when we don't know who we are and we don't know what we are called to do that's what that's when we fall into into trouble and you hear people say I'm just not satisfied with my life anymore I I, I just don't know what to do and I hate to say it that's when people give up on life. That's when people take their own life because to them, everybody is moving and they're stagnated. But it's not because of the other people or the other person. It's because of the individual. When you know who you are, when you know what's in you, when you have no doubt, you know what? This is what God have called me to do. It doesn't matter what the person in front of you is doing. It doesn't matter what the person behind you is doing. It doesn't matter what the person to your left or to your right is doing. It can rain, storm. It doesn't matter when you are in your zone. Can't nobody beat you at being you. And this is the message 
I have for you today. Be the best you that you can ever be. You have to be authentic. Too many fakes. Too many fakes. I look on social media. I look on Periscope. And let, let me be just really, really honest with you guys. Really, really honest. And when you don't know yourself, you follow people and you don't fit. And that's what I was trying to do. I watch people on Periscope and I... I was like, oh, I like how they do that, and I would try to do it, and it won't work. <laughs> Watch people on Facebook. Oh, that's cool. Try to do it. It didn't work because I wasn't being the authentic me that God had called me to be. Now, I do me. I'm not expecting for anybody to like me because I am not called to everybody. You know what I'm saying? There are certain people that will hear this message and it will mean nothing to them. And there's somebody that's going to hear this message and they're going to listen to it once, twice, three times. You know why? Because what they were looking for, what they were searching for, they found it. So I am called to a specific person, people, and so are you. You you are not called to everybody in the world. You are not called to every region or, or you are not. Some people are called to be in the U.S. Some people are called to be in your city. Some people are called to be in your city and your state and maybe the state next door. You know, not everybody is called to be international. You know, and when we see international going and here you are only in your state, you feel like you're not effective. You're thinking like you're not as great, as important. You feel like you're not doing a great work simply because they're international and you're statewide. But guess what? The Bible tells us about the story of the three servants, right, that the master gave the talents to. He gave one five, he gave one two, and he gave one one. Why? Our capacities are different. Had God given the one who got one five, he would have destroyed five talents because he didn't do nothing with the one he had. So he gave him one and he destroyed it. But what God did, God said, give the one with the five who went out and got the other five. Give him that one because that servant can go out and work that one. You see what I'm saying? But we can't look at other people because the Bible tells us in doing so we are not wise and we have to be wise. We are supposed to be wise like serpents and gentle as doves. When you know who you are, when you know who you are called to, when you know what you have been called to do, baby, can't nobody beat you at being you. You become this, this force to be reckoned with. Now that I know who I am, I'm, I have had people tell me, you know, talking about domestic abuse is it's not what everybody want to hear. It's it's not what, you know, people want to hear. Nobody want to hear that. Why don't you talk about something else? And I tried that and I flopped. I remember I did a Facebook Live one Saturday morning. I woke up, y'all, and next door they were going at it. 
you hear me when I tell you they were going at it. I could hear them and I could hear the little boys screaming. And I woke up because it bothered me and I got on Facebook. And I was telling them this is how prevalent domestic abuse is. This is how domestic abuse don't care who you are, what you do, where you do it, how much money you got. Because my neighbors next door, they are an interracial couple. The guy's black and the, I don't know if they're married or whatever, but the girlfriend or the wife, she's white. And when I tell you they go at it and I got on Facebook and I was talking about it. And you know, when you get passionate about something the the tone in your voice changes you know the the things that that you're saying it comes out with power and i i got on there and i was talking this is why we have got to come against domestic abuse and 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 you know when you hear of a woman crying out for help don't sit back because that can be the last time you hear and y'all i'm just going i'm just going i'm just doing my thing and I sign off, and my phone ring. Ring! Hello? Hey, I just saw your, your video. And when I tell you they ripped me to shreds, my hair wasn't good, I had no makeup on, the tone of my voice was not right, what I was saying, when I tell you I got ripped, okay? And I tell you I felt so bad, I just kind of stayed away from from social media because I didn't I I didn't know what to do. That right there just kind of knocked me off my game and the coach I had at that time I told him and and when I looked and here's the the part I I I most hated and regret because when I looked I was like, "Oh my god, and I had a lot of views." I had a lot of people actually listening that day because when you do Facebook Live, you can tell when people come on and, and go off, you know, the number go up, up and down, you know, fluctuate. And the numbers was up. And I was like, oh, my God. And I told my coach, then I say, and I really had a good audience. And I said, and I deleted it because she called me and she told me it wasn't good. Now, what people don't realize God have brought me a long way when it comes to being just open with myself when it comes to makeup. Because for years, I suffered rejection from my mother and she told me how ugly I am and how big my forehead is. And my forehead is the size of a young male goat's forehead and my, you know, and kids are growing, you know, and their little mouths are too small. Their teeth just start climbing on each other until their teeth falls out and everything grow back. You know, their mouth, you know, get bigger and everything kind of lined back up. And they had an ugly nickname for me that they would call me. My mother and my sisters, they would call me. And my self-esteem was in the dirt, in the gutter, under the dirt, okay? So when she called me and she told me that, all of a sudden... I was that little girl again. She knocked the wind out of me. And and I had to come back when I finally came back on Facebook. Because I even had a friend who told me, Oh, girl, don't pull your head back with that big forehead. And I, I, I got on Facebook and I made it clear. I say, you know, I thank God I'm sitting here before you. 
with no makeup on, with my hair in a ponytail because people call me and my mother would tell me how big my forehead is and how ugly I am, you know, but I am here because God has delivered me from people so I can sit here without any makeup on and know I'm beautiful. I can sit here with my hair in a ponytail. Let this forehead show. Let this forehead shine, baby. Slap a banner on it that says, Jesus loves me. This I know. I don't care anymore because God did not make me to look anyway for anybody. He made me this way so that I, with my forehead, with my ugly used-to-be teeth, with my supposedly big nose, I am still bringing glory to his name. And that's what you have to know. You have to know with whatever it is that they told you, you ain't never going to be nothing. You ain't never going to finish school. You're never going to go. I don't care what they tell you. I don't know how many of you heard my story before, but I sit before you, a legally blind person, okay, about 10 years ago. I got infected with the West Nile virus. And guess what? It took my sight. But guess what? Nobody wrote my books. Baby, that is a testimony to God. Nobody wrote my books. I sat at my computer and I wrote my books not by myself, but by the but by the power of the blood of Jesus. God gave me strength and he gave me something to do and I did it and no one in my family has ever written a book. I to be quite honest with you, I ain't know where to start. <laughs> I started writing my book after I had uh, surgery. I was supposed to be in the hospital no more than two days. Ended up being in there 11 days, almost lost my life. I started writing my book, and when I started, all I did was the name, my name, and the title of my first book. He was there all the time, and y'all, I was in so much pain. I just slid the the computer to the side and I just laid back down and went to sleep. Let them good drugs kicked in and just went back, just went to sleep. But I started, you know, and I did it and I can't take any glory for that. And I can't feel good about myself for that because I know it wasn't me. I had nothing to do with that. So God taught me something about me. This is who you are. This is what I've placed in you. Now, had I listened to all those days because I was rotten in English. <laughs> I was not a very good English student, you know. And coming from the Caribbean to America, we speak two different English, okay? Because the Caribbean island, St. Lucia, is British and America is two different English. Some of the words we use down there, America doesn't use it. Some of the words we use in America, they don't use So it's two different languages. But guess what? God gave me the strength to persevere, to move on, to do what none of my siblings did. None of my mother's siblings did. None of my father's siblings did. But he allowed me to do it, and I almost forfeited it, but thank God, thank God, he did not let me give up, and I'm here because I don't want you to give up, I'm here because I want you to hold your head up, it doesn't matter what people tell you, 
You know, what people tell you is not true because not too many people, well, I'm not going to say all of it is not true, but let me tell you, there are some people that the enemy is going to use to, to, to bring you to, to a definite stop. There, there, you, you cannot allow the opinions of others, I heard somebody say, to become your reality. Because you're always going to fail. What is the reality of you to you? When you search your core, who are you? When, when everybody tell you you can't, are you going to agree and say, you know what, that's you, I can't? Or are you going to say, watch me? You know what I'm saying? You can't go there. Oh, really? I can't go there. Who told you that? Okay, watch me. I guarantee you. When the brother did the first open heart surgery, I guarantee you there were folks who were against it because back then they believed your spirit is in your heart. And if you open up your heart, your spirit leaves your body. But he did it anyway. And since then, how many, how many people, how many lives have been saved because of that same surgery, open heart surgery? So you can't you can't go with 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 the flow sometimes like the like the salmon honey you have to swim upstream you have to go up against the current you can't go with everybody sometimes you you have to take a different route and it's not easy because the bible say it's not good that man should be alone. So when you're alone, you don't want to be alone. Everybody want to be part of the group. Everybody, I don't care what you say. Everybody want to be accepted. You want to be accepted by your family. You want to be accepted by your siblings. You want to be accepted by friends, co-workers. It doesn't matter. You want to be accepted. People on social media, you, you want to be accepted. That's why some of them just put any and all things out there because they're looking for acceptance. The minute you know who you are, what you have been called to do, the minute you know, you know what? I am this. I am that. They say I can't sing. Watch me. They say I'll never make it. Watch me. No one in the family so far has gone to college and gotten a college degree. Okay, I'm in. I'm on it. Watch me. And I'm telling you, as you begin to dig in you, I promise you, God going to blow your mind because you're going to start seeing things about you that you never knew you had in you. You're going to start seeing things about you that you're like, oh my God, I had no idea I could do this. I had no idea I was capable of doing such a thing. You will amaze yourself. You will amaze others and you will do exactly what I'm doing here. You will encourage someone to do the same thing. Because Jesus told Peter, hey Peter, you went through all your stuff, you cuss, <laughs> you acted up, you did all what you did. You sliced up folks' ears, you told me you'd never leave me, but you followed me afar off. Peter, after you've done everything... Now that I've restored you, I want you to go back and I want you to help somebody else. I want you to understand, feel what they're feeling because you've already experienced it. Go back, help somebody, tell them your testimony. Tell them, I've been there, I walked that walk, I know what you're talking about, I know what you're going through, but let me show you 
how to get out, how to get up, and how to make it in the midst of everybody who said you can. He said, I will prepare a table in the presence of all of your enemies. Okay? So you be the best you you can be. And I don't care what the storm is. I don't care who comes your way. I don't care who tell you you can't. I don't, I don't care who tell you to give up. Look in the mirror. Hold your head up. Say to yourself, I deserve better. I deserve a good education. I deserve a good wife. I deserve a good husband. I deserve good children. I deserve... Tell yourself what you deserve. And then you talk to God and begin to stir up the gifts that are in you so you can get to know who you are. Dr. Miles Monroe said, the richest place on earth is the cemetery. Don't die full. He always talk about dying empty. And right where Dr. Miles Monroe and his wife ended, his children picked up right from there. And they're carrying the baton. And I guarantee you, all what they parents placed in them, they are placing it in their children and in the next generation until Jesus returns. So you guys, be strong. Hold your head up. Keep your head, earth, wind, and fire. Say, keep your head in the sky. Keep it up there. Because when you keep it up there, the little people at the bottom that's trying to uh, take away your your attention. You don't see them. Keep your head in the sky. Keep your head on the Lord. Keep your eyes. Keep your mind. Keep your thoughts on Jesus. And watch him do stuff. Watch him do for you all the things people say that would never happen. But you have got to know who you are. So my question again to you is, who are you? Do you know who you are? Do you know what you have been called to do. So that's your homework. Find out and learn who you are and what you have been called to do. So thank you so very much. I so appreciate you being with me. New uh, followers, thank you. First time listeners, thank you. Please go back and listen to the other podcast that I've uploaded Please invite friends and family. Share this uh, with them. I am so very grateful that you are here. Don't forget, please go to lubrebooks.com. There, register. There, purchase my products. And I thank you. Until we meet again, you guys have a great week, okay? Uh, don't let anything come and steal your joy. Don't let anybody come take your mind off of who you are. Know who you are. Walk in who you are. Believe in yourself. Believe in the God that has created you with all this awesome stuff on the inside of you. You guys go and be great until we meet again. Thank you so very much. I love you guys as always. One love, that is the agape love of God. Be blessed, everybody. Bye-bye.